Hello, 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 Machiniacs and Schmodown fans, and welcome to another episode of Machine Mondays. I'm Janine the Machine, and first off, as usual, gotta say a huge thank you to David B for creating this awesome machine theme, the official machine theme. Thank you so much, David B, for doing that. I love this track. And if you want to check out David B, you can find him at David B Music 21 on Twitter. But let's get into today's episode. So last week I talked a little bit about my burgeoning love for the inner geekdom division. Um, this season has just brought so many great elements. Um, I've always been a fan of inner geekdom, but I think part of being a Schmodown fan is the aspect of getting to kind of play along. And you know, I have quite a few gaps in inner geekdom division, so it wasn't really a league that I could play along with as well as say singles or teams. So that's kind of what I was always more drawn to. But I gotta say like the level of competition, the new personalities coming in, the great dance and build up uh, between Rachel and Mike leading up to Rachel's retirement has all been some great storytelling, some great character work, um, and just some great gameplay because of the level of knowledge with these new competitors coming in. Um, has just been super impress- impressive to watch, see develop. So um, this season has definitely given me a new appreciation for that division. And I'm hoping to see um, it get more of a spotlight next season uh, because there's some great stuff going on um, with that league. So uh, last week I talked about Brandon the Hitman Hannah versus uh, Chandru the Chosen Dondapani. So today I'm going to be talking about the Kevin's the Smasher Smets versus Chandru Dondapani match. Um, so let's just get into it. You know, Kevin, he had a lot riding on this match. Uh, I think he knew going into it, you know, it was the one thing standing in uh, between him facing Mike again, getting to spectacular and getting that belt. So this was a big match for him. And I think he knew that. I think he, you know, wasn't sleeping on Chandra or taking him lightly at all. Um, So this was going to be a big deal for him. And then on Chandra's end, he definitely had a lot to prove. I feel like Smets is somebody he has looked up to this whole season and kind of admired. So in going up against someone who impresses you in that way um, I think you don't want to look like a slouch you want to prove yourself and he's steadily been getting better with every match so I mean this could have gone either way um, so the match kind of starts off no double dewberry this time like we had with the Brandon and Chandru match uh, Kevin I believe misses one in round one Chandru misses two so it's nine to eight going into round uh, number two uh, Kevin, he spins first and, um, I believe he gets DCEU, uh, which he doesn't really have any weaknesses and, you know, DCEU could have benefited him just because it's not that many films and, um, he doesn't really have any clear weaknesses on that wheel, but, um, he spun away from it and he landed on opponents. Um, I think the one weakness really for any IG competitor is the who said it wedge. I mean, I think when you're working with inner geekdom, a division of movies where you kind of have these similar archetypes, you're dealing with a bunch of characters who are similar in that they kind of say the same things in different ways so it's hard to kind of distinguish who said what at times when they all kind of fit these certain kind of similar molds of heroes or villains or whatever and all kind of say similar things I think that's where um 
who said it can be very broad and tricky for a competitor. So I think that's always this wedge that you give somebody when they get opponent's choice because it can be very broad and very scary and very nonspecific. So it's really hard to kind of nail down. But Kevin, he actually did pretty well considering how difficult who said it can be. I believe he went to multiple choice for one of the questions. He got the rest and then Chandru got a one point steal off of him. So considering, you know, he did amazing with that round two. Um, You know, I know that combination better than anybody of you know getting opponents and then your opponent getting spinners um and that's what happened to kevin but he handled it so well and just got himself in a really good position before going into round three whereas you know i wasn't that lucky with mike you know when it happened to me um you know i he gave me tom cruise i think i spun away from 2000s and um he gave me Tom Cruise, which is a specialty of his. And Tom Cruise has so many films and such a huge filmography. Like I thought I knew Tom Cruise pretty well, but I got just questions about movies that I had no idea about or just was unsure about or just kind of didn't go with my first gut reaction on things. And um, just him getting Bond then after that just kind of sealed my fate there um, with that lethal opponent spinners combination that can you know mess with a competitor in round two but under the circumstances Kevin did amazing so Chandra of course got spinner's choice and he picked his specialty Harry Potter um he was sweeping pretty well and then Mark kind of alerted him to well if you get this one now you're gonna get ahead of Kevin and of course once he got ahead of Kevin that whole kind of issue that I mentioned last week came up again you know he kind of started dancing and laughing and you know like again like if you're supposed to be a baby face like I get kind of sparring with your opponent especially when they're heel fighting back a little bit being a little bit sassy with them um bantering with them like I get all that like I feel like that is fair for a face to do um But when you're doing stuff like that, like especially, you know, you know, in the Brandon match, Brandon was being a heel and being in character and doing a lot of character character stuff at the table. Kevin wasn't really doing any character stuff at the table. He was focused and just focusing on the match and answering the questions. And he wasn't really, you know, razzing Chandru or doing any kind of character stuff towards him at the table. So when Chandru kind of starts dancing and celebrating, you know, when he gets ahead of Kevin, when you're supposed to be a baby face, I feel like that comes off as a little bit smug and, um, you know, cocky and just not a good look for someone who's supposed to be a baby face. So I feel like that's just something, again, that Chandra needs to watch because now this is two matches now where he's kind of been a little bit, you know, smug against his competitors. You know, you're in the lead, you're beating him. So now it's time to like dance on his grave and kind of brag. And, you know, I mean, I get wanting to be excited and celebrating when you're ahead of a competitor as good as Kevin Smith's, but I just feel like that just doesn't play well. Um, Like maybe in interviews, maybe if somebody's coming at you and you have something to say back, yeah, I get that. But at the table, especially when your opponent's not really being in character, I feel like it's a little bit unwarranted and just makes you uh, look really out of character when you're supposed to be a face. So it's just something you kind of need to watch and really kind of focus on what your character's kind of supposed to be doing and when to use things like that. But I just felt like in that moment, it just felt a little smug. So just something I think he probably needs to watch down the line if a baby face is the character that he's going to portray. 
Um, Cause I feel like, I mean, that's how it read to me. I don't know if that's how it read to other fans or people watching, but yeah, just definitely. I feel like that's something Chandra needs to kind of watch if he's going to be a face, just, you know, watch those little kind of smug actions at the table. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, uh, so he got ahead of Kevin and then it's also kind of a thing of, you know, you don't really want to be celebrating too early anyway, because anything can happen. Um, so yeah, then I think that might've happened on his penultimate question. Um, and then on his last question in the Harry Potter, he, um, got that Ariana question. And I feel like that kind of, uh, was a big kind of conflict with the fans after seeing the match. Um, just in the fact that he said Arian, there was kind of a pretty big pregnant pause there. And then he said Ariana. So, I mean, um, I feel like it was a fair challenge and I kind of agree with it just in the fact that he said the wrong answer. He paused, like he said the right, the wrong answer into the microphone. He paused like that was his answer. And then he corrected himself. He wasn't even like a, uh, oh no, wait, it's this, or actually it's this, or it wasn't him like away from the mic kind of thinking to himself, talking to himself. He answered, paused, and then answered again with the correct answer. So, um, I mean, I think people can see it either way that maybe it wasn't fair, or maybe in other matches where some similar things happened, it's not a consistent ruling and all of that. But for me personally, just looking at that moment and focusing on that situation, I feel like it was a fair challenge because he did answer incorrectly, there was a decent pause, and then he said the right answer. So I, and then even kind of, I think in his post interview, he said something to the effect of, well, you know, I didn't want to go to multiple choice, but I wasn't sure if it was Arian or Ariana. So he was kind of implying that he said both, I think, because he wasn't sure which one was right. So I think that just kind of adds the whole point where I think he ultimately said both because he wasn't sure and he kind of wanted to just cover his butt and like give two answers so um I think it was definitely a fair challenge and a fair ruling um and since he did say the correct answer second I think it was fair to give a new question since the answer was already said um and then here comes another bit of a controversy where you know Kevin gets his second question his new question and he says it wrong. He says Sectrum Sempra instead of Sectum Sempra. Um, but I mean, Chandra didn't call him on it. The judges didn't call him on it. Nobody said anything. They gave him the points and they moved on. So that's on the opponent, the competitor for not calling in. Um, cause I mean, I had a similar thing happen to me in my match with Mike, the second match with Mike, it was pointed out to me after the fact that, um, we got the question about who voices detective Pikachu and, you know, my whole mantra, that whole match was focused on me. I'm not going to worry about what Mike's doing. You know, I'm just going to focus on answering my questions and focus on the match ahead of me and what I'm doing. So I didn't really pay attention to Mike's board. But then after the fact, somebody told me that he said Ryan Reynolds, but on his board, it said Ryan Reynolds and there was no S at the end. So Jay didn't catch it. I didn't catch it. And that was potentially something I could have challenged and lost Mike a point. So, um, yeah, like you have to be paying attention to those things or your manager has to be paying attention to those things um, because, you know, that's a potential challenge that 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 one point could have made a difference somewhere you never know. So I feel like, you know, it was on Chandru that he didn't call that. 
So had he called attention to that, then, you know, he could have gotten that challenge uh, warranted, but he didn't. So I feel like that's on Chandru for not calling that. Um, and nobody really paying attention to that or um, noticing that. So yeah, it went by, he got the points. Um, and that's just how it kind of worked out. So um, yeah, Chandra didn't notice it. So I feel like that's kind of on him to notice those things because it happened to me. So it's on me and it's on Jay for not noticing that whole Ryan Reynolds thing. Um, so that's kind of my take on that whole uh, round two issue that came up, came about. So yeah, then we kind of go into round three. Um, Chandru gets his two. He misses his three. Kevin got his two. Um, I think he got all three of his. And then, you know, Chandru gets his five to kind of stay in it. And then Kevin gets to his five and you kind of see the look on his face that he just doesn't know it. Like he's panicked and, but like he did the thing that he did in San Diego, like after the whole mic situation and the word flub, like I was so, so, so insanely proud of him in San Diego because I saw him after that point kind of take his time, close his eyes, focus and just listen to the questions. And he answered really slowly, even though you could tell he knew it, he still took his time answering every single question. So, um, you know, that just is a testament to learning from loss and learning from mistakes that, you know, in this moment, he didn't know the answer. You could see on his face, he didn't know the answer, but he just took his time. He took a breath, he closed his eyes and it just kind of came to him. Um, so that was such a great moment and you saw the emotion from him. And I love when you get these kinds of emotions from competitors, like it shows that they care. It shows that they put a lot into this. It shows that it means something to them. Um, so that level of care and respect for the game, I think it's something that the fans should really appreciate that. Yeah. Like this means something to us and we really care and we want to do good and, you know, we want to put on a good show and we want to win like we care about this it means something to us so I loved that show of emotion from him and I was just so proud of him because you know it was just like yeah you see someone kind of learn from past mistakes and grow from that and just see him now like always take his time with things and really think things through is just super impressive um and inspiring so um I loved that he kind of had that moment and he took his time with it and it just made it for a great win. So I'm super excited for Kevin and Chandru. He played an amazing game. And then I think with that, Kevin actually like broke the points record. Like he has scored the most points in inner geekdom out of anybody. I think he got 28 points. The second most is uh, Brandon Hanna and Mike Kalinowski with 26. Super impressive. Um, so yeah, good job, Kevin, for breaking the points record in inner geekdom. That's really awesome. Um, so yeah, uh, just a great match. Chandru did really well. Um, I think he surprised a lot of people. Um, I think people thought maybe Kevin was going to totally crush him and, you know, he was keeping up with Kevin the whole way. There were some, just some crazy controversial challenges in there. So this was a really exciting match that really could have gone either way. Um, so I'm happy for Kevin. Um, I really think he can take out Mike and you know, me and my whole Thing with Mike um I would love to see uh Mikey no belts happen and uh yeah um that would be very exciting for me <laughs> um because yes you know Mikey 
Mikey, no belts would be just fabulous. And Mike is not, you know, my favorite person in the Schmodown. So yeah, that would be nice to see. And I think Kevin can be the one to get that done, to make it happen. So I'm super excited for Spectacular. Um, it's going to be a great match. Uh, yeah, this is a long time coming. Mike versus Smets too uh, for the belt. Um, I think Kevin's chances are really good. I think his only thing that he's really going to have to focus on is just the new format of uh, of the match that it's going to be for him. He's never played a five-round match, um, so it's something he's going to have to work on being up for and just kind of experiencing rounds that he's not familiar with, particularly the speed round. So um, I think that's going to be the only thing that he's, it's going to be, you know, could be a deterrent for him just because, you know, Mike has played quite a few championship matches so he knows how it works he's used to it um this will be Kevin's first time playing a five round match so um hopefully he's working on everything he needs to work on you know dealing with just getting through that many rounds um so yeah I think that's the one thing he just needs to focus on going into that match is really just focusing on um dealing with rounds that he's he's new to that he's never had to deal with before um but I feel like his chances are amazing he's a great competitor he puts in the time he puts in the work um and yeah um but so does Mike so it's gonna be super exciting I mean I feel like this is my most anticipated match of spectacular um so yeah uh if you want to leave me a voice message telling me about your most anticipated match for spectacular um how did you feel about the challenges and the controversies in this match with Kevin and Chandru um has inner geekdom always been your favorite division um or have you kind of found it to be even more amazing this year like me um leave me a voice message and tell me what you think um but yeah I think you know, that's going to conclude today's episode. That's the match. That's the chat. Um, um, thank you guys for listening to the show. And, you know, we also have some other great shows on this feed. Uh, I have another show that I co-host with Morgan Robinson. Morgan hasn't seen Morgan. My friend has not seen quite a few things. So I pick a related series of films for him to watch. We watch them and discuss, uh, and we do a bonus film kind of related to those films. So we just finished up our final destination series. And our bonus coming out this Wednesday will be on Idle Hands, kind of related to Final Destination in the Devon Sawa aspect and the kind of horror aspect of that movie. Uh, so yeah, check that episode out on Wednesday and find that show every Wednesday right here on this feed. Um, and I also co-host a show called It's a Wonderful Podcast. This feeds a flagship show, namesake show, um, where we discuss classic films. I am on that show every other week. I share co-hosting duties with Nolan Dean and Morgan is the constant host on that show. Uh, so you can listen to this week's episode with Nolan Dean and find me there next week, every Friday on this very feed. So check out those shows, check out Machine Monday, leave us voice messages about any show that you're interested in. Um, we love to hear them. We love to play them on the show and talk about them. So yeah, if you guys have anything interesting you want to talk about, anything you want to hear on Machine Mondays, uh, leave me a voice message. I would love to play it on the show. And um, yeah, 
So thank you guys for listening. You can find me at Janine DeBean on Twitter and Instagram. You can check out my uh, Patreon at JanineLC.com. JanineLC on Patreon.com. You can uh, get some awesome merch and designs done by me at my tea shop uh, on tpublic.com at G9Design. And you can see me compete in the Teams tournament with my awesome partner, Ethan Irwin, Time Machine, in uh, the Teams tournament on the movie trivia showdown youtube channel so yeah thank you guys for listening and until next time xo xo machine out <laughs>